Do you know what the silent teamwork killer is? Keep listening to see whether or not you have this trait on your team. Hi, Shannon Waller here and welcome to Team Success. Today I want to talk about something that I've really noticed is a bit of a teamwork killer. Now it sounds a bit dramatic, it seems a little bit black and white, but I think it's really important because you can be really good at what you do, you can be professional, you can be an expertise, you can have really good relationship skills, but if you aren't this one thing, people are not going to want to work with you and it really does kill teamwork and that one thing is being reliable. So a lack of reliability is a teamwork killer. So let's talk about how this actually shows up. Well, as a team member, each of us is responsible for a couple of things. One is showing up to conversations, to events. So that can be a meeting, that can be whatever kind of events your business runs. In my world, that's workshops or clearing sessions or debrief meetings. You know, it's being able to manage your calendars, you know, where you're supposed to be when or in what Zoom meeting, however it is that you work. So we have to show up for events. And then we also have to be able to deliver on what we promised. So that really looks like if we promise to get something done by a certain time, that it gets done. Now, is everyone always perfect in terms of reliability? Mm, Nope, including yours truly. But one of the things I finally learned to do, and I had to get my confidence level high enough to do it, is if I thought I might not be able to meet my commitments or if I thought I might not be able to be reliable, I would communicate as soon as I knew. I wouldn't just hope and pray that I would be able to pull it off needing an intervention or a miracle because that used to happen. You know, I would say, okay, guys, I'm going to get in trouble with this when I overcommitted or I've got this conflict, help. And often I would try and come up with a solution, but I would let people know so they weren't left feeling in the lurch. What happens when we just, you know, last minute cancel or don't deliver something and someone's left wondering is we create this huge gap in people's minds. They're like, whatever happened to, fill in the name, fill in the blank. And here's what happens in the absence of information. People make it up negative. You know this. You know, if you haven't heard from someone you're expecting to hear from, you immediately think the worst. What happened to them? If you've got kids... You know, and especially if they're of driving age or they're teenagers and you don't hear from them when you're supposed to, you're like, oh my gosh, something's happened to them. You start to panic because like, are they okay? You know, are they answering their cell phone? What have you? So we tend to make it up wrong. Well, we tend to do that about other team members with whom we work as well. So if someone doesn't make a meeting, well, are they okay? Or did they just flake out? Or especially if they cancel last minute, it's like I had booked my time in my calendar and I had devoted mental energy and physical energy to this. So how come they're not? That is some of the conversation that happens. And then if someone doesn't deliver on some work, first of all, they probably held up something. Decisions probably can't get made or something isn't delivered. It really becomes this bottleneck in the system because I call it passing the baton. If the baton wasn't passed, the next person can't run their part of the race. Not going to win any races that way, everyone. So really important to make sure that you do that. But if you have to say, you know what? I'm not going to be in that position in the race on time. What can we figure out? Here's my idea. Then it kind of makes a little bit more sense. And the team can reconfigure itself to make sure that things are covered off. So that's really our role. We need to be reliable because we are part of a bigger system. We are not just individuals pulling something off. We are working with other people who are counting on us for our presence, our mental energy, our decision-making, our insight, our expertise, our context, our perspective. 
we're being counted on for that. So if we're not delivering on that, that's a big deal. I had a really fun conversation with Dan Sullivan, co-founder of Strategic Coach, about our last book together, a recent book called Deep DOS Innovation. And DOS stands for Dangers, Opportunities, and Strengths. And Dan starts off every day by focusing on what's something I'm worried about, what's something I'm excited about, and what's something I'm confident about. That's danger, opportunity, and strength. And he said, the thing that scares me the most is not delivering on my teamwork commitments. He goes, there'll be a deadline, upcoming workshop, I need to get materials into production or into Kathy or into Jen, and not fulfilling on my commitments terrifies me. <laughs> you know? Now, he likes being counted on. For him, it feels really good to be responsible to other people. It pulls him to a higher level of productivity and creativity. But it doesn't mean that it isn't without his stresses. And I kind of really like that about Dan. I like that the team is that important to him. I like that it's not just clients. What's great is the team helps him deliver what he wants to to clients. So, you know, it's very much an integrated relationship. But I really appreciate the fact that he puts the team and being reliable for the team in such high esteem. You know, he really does have that as a top priority. And he's the co-founder, co-leader of Strategic Coach. That's a really good memo for the rest of us is that our team is counting on us and we don't want to let them down. And I think that's true of every single team member, every single team leader really could benefit from having that same point of view. And not just to rely on your expertise or how long you've been there or your status in the position or your great personality and your ability to convince people to your way of thinking. Frankly, after a while, people are going to look at what you actually are doing and not doing and judge you based on that. So I would look at increasing your reliability factor. You may have heard me talk about in previous podcasts our referability habits. These are a great place to start. I actually had someone who was in strategic coaching in 1993, quote them back to me the other day, which was really fun. So at the very basic, it's show up on time, which means you have to know what time things are supposed to be at and what time it is. It is to do what you say, which means you also have to remember that. It means to finish what you start, and it means saying please and thank you. So show up on time, do what you say, finish what you start, say please and thank you. And the ability to do those things and do whatever you need to do We call it backstage, like internally. What do you have to get good at? Do you have to get better at managing your time? If you get lost in the moment, you might have to have reminders that will ping you. You know, whatever it is, what other kind of coaching structures you have to put around yourself to help you do those four things that will dramatically help you increase your both credibility and reliability and referability, if you want to use those terms too. So I just wanted to stress the importance of reliability because I think it is a really a silent teamwork killer. I've heard examples from team members about entrepreneurs. I've heard about team members. I've heard about team leaders. So you name it, no one's exempt from this particular issue. It also means that if you're chronically unreliable about something, you have to look and see how committed you are to it. You know, does it match how you naturally strive if you're familiar with the Colby profile? Are you doing some work that's passionate to you? If you're not, you're not really going to care about being reliable. Are you engaged with this activity? So your own personal connection and engagement with the activity will kind of be evident by how reliable you are with that particular task. I kind of pride myself because I work hard to be really reliable and I'm also doing work that I love to do and incredibly passionate about. So it's not that hard and I also get help where I need it. But I can tell you there's some other roles I've had in my life where I don't think I was nearly as reliable as I am now. So it can be a little bit of a clue that you might need to take a bit of a a course change or change in direction with regard to your career if you're finding it to be a challenge. 
All right. I hope this has been useful. I certainly want to help you enhance your own ability to be reliable and to encourage this with your team. And again, it can be a clue that maybe some other questions need to be asked if you're finding it to be a challenge. I hope you find this useful and I hope it's relevant to your day-to-day -day work life because as always, I'm committed to your team's success. Any questions or comments, please let me know at questions at strategicoach.com. Thanks so much for listening.